This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Every time they win, you owe me a Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We the North are now we the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. They want the wheel round. Jace Kinnaman down the near sideline. Can he track it down? Yes! Jace Kinnaman is a 10, 5, touchdown Bullpup! Everything happening in the sports world. Here comes McCready. Oh, he just sucked the gravity right out of the building. What a play by T-Man. And even some things not happening in the sports world. So are you not a fan of, of your athletes on your teams going on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I don't care. I don't watch it. I don't care. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you enjoy your day yesterday, Steve? I know yesterday you were a little nervous. We're thinking that you wouldn't enjoy your day. Why is that? I don't know. That's what you said on the show. You said, I don't know. I might not have a good day. Well, it it was a good day. Good day. Went down to Wichita, played That's right. Auburn Hills. That's right. And uh, played okay. Steve played pretty well. Well. Except, Let's put it that way. Yeah. Played good on the back nine. Let's just put it that That's way. That's right. You did. Yeah. I was proud of you, Steve. Yeah. Thought you had a good day, good mind, good attitude. Good attitude. You were feeling good. Oh, yeah. And it's always good to get away out of the office for a little bit. Go venture over to the western half of Wichita. Yeah. So you felt good about your performance at it, Auburn Hills? It was okay, yeah. Are you going to take that rolling into the weekend with all sorts of golf coming up? Well, I I don't know how much golf I'm going to play this weekend. I haven't decided yet. Whether we'll I'm we'll find out. Yeah. Steve, I did something big today. Big? Big today that I did. This is not our big breaking news. We'll get to that in a minute. But this is even more breaking news. So for those of you that don't know, I am a fan of cable TV. I have always had cable TV, and up until about 12 hours ago, I had never seriously entertained the idea of getting rid of my cable. Mm -hmm. Steve, you're a cable guy. I'm a cable guy. I'm assuming you've always had a pretty good sports cable package for a long time. Yes. So I have looked into it before with some of the streaming services, with what the prices are with those, what channels you get, and I've always been hesitant. But today, Steve, I am what many people would refer to now as a cord cutter. I cut the cord. That's impressive. I cut cable. That's impressive. I'm done with it. I won't name my cable provider. Don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Yeah. But received my bill last night, my cable bill, and I wasn't real thrilled with no, the number. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Let's just say the number Staggering. was big. I'd never had anything close to that. Number. It was $60 more than it normally is yeah. for really no reason. So I gave him a call today and said, hey, what's the deal with that? Oh, yep, that's just what the bill is now. And I didn't love that answer. Well, and you know, I have that provider. That's right. And they just kind of... I don't want them to get mad at you. Yeah, and they kind of just raise prices without even telling you. 
I had You'll no get idea. a bill. These are your new charges now. And I mean, I'm I'm at the limit of what I'm paying for cable. I really don't. If I have to pay any more, I'm going to have to probably look into something different. So I decided, Steve, to cut the cord. I kept my Wi-Fi, but I have no more cable. It's a weird feeling. because oh, I've always been able to go home, turn on the TV, be good to go. But I've added Hulu TV. Are you familiar with Hulu? I am not. Do you understand any of the concept of it? No. Are you familiar with Netflix now? How that works? Well, yeah, yeah. It's very similar to that. Except for, originally, Hulu was just like Netflix. You could watch things that have already been archived. You could watch, with Hulu, some newer material. Now, do you have a box with Hulu? No. Wow. I have no cable box, but I do have Wi-Fi still. So, do you have this new system? I have this service now. Okay. So, essentially, Steve, it would be like if you had Netflix, and with Netflix, you could watch all the movies and shows that are currently on there. Right. But, and that's like $10 a month. Yeah. But for like $50 a month, you get all the cable, well, not all the cable channels, but all the main ones. You get your ESPN, your CNN, your Fox News. Steve, I know you love watching that. Oh, I... You get A&E, you get TBS, TNT, all the big channels that you can think of. Yeah. But you don't have to pay the big cable bill. And see, I, I don't understand how this new service of yours doesn't put these other people out of business. It's starting to. And I was telling you earlier that a lot of people in my generation and my group of friends, they have cut the cord already. I'm one of the late people to get into the cord cutting because I like cable and I try to give them a chance. Now you got to take your box back, don't you? Well, I have to ship it back. Okay. I tried, Steve. I'm a forgiving person. Mm -hmm. I like to be loyal. But you don't want to be a broke person. I don't want to be a broke person. And I tried. You ever been in a relationship with somebody that... Yeah, things just aren't working, and you can see the end is coming up closer and closer and closer. Oh, it used to happen all the time. And you're thinking, uh-oh, I better get out of this. Because if not, I might wait another year, and then we would have made no ground, and we're still mad at each other. And so today, I took that step. I took the, the scissors, went over to the wall, and cut the cord. So does that mean, like, if there's bad weather, you don't have to worry about your... Hulu going out? <laughs> well, the only thing is it runs off of the internet. Okay. So if for some reason all of the internet in the world went out, I would not be able to watch TV. Okay. Now, if my internet at home went out, let's say we have a bad storm, it knocks off our internet provider, our cable provider. Now, I probably wouldn't be able to stream it through my box at home, my Wi-Fi at home, but I've got this thing called a cell phone, Steve, Ooh. that I can pull up my Hulu app. Watch live TV. Anywhere I go, I can watch it here at the office. That's what I've done all morning. It's been great. Technology is just, it just overwhelms me. Maybe you can cut the cord and we can split Wi-Fi and we can be very happy over there. I don't know, but you're going to be paying $100 less than what what I'm paying. I'm pumped. That $100 could go a long way for me. That's right. That could last you like years. $100 a month. Yeah, it could. All right, Steve, our big news. Do we want to talk about our big news? We can talk about our big news. So later on, we're going to talk about Last Chance U, the Netflix series with Steve's alma mater, Independence. But first, our big news that we have been hinting at all week. It's going to officially release a little bit later this afternoon, but I feel like we're newsbreakers. That's what we do. It's our story. We can control the narrative. Sure. So we're very excited to announce that Steve and I not only will be broadcasting the McPherson College home football and basketball games this upcoming year for the 2019-2020 school year on their live 
feed, right. their live video feed, which they are upgrading and is going to be awesome. It's going to be a very simple technology with a camera. You don't even need a an operator. The, it just tracks the action as it goes. It's going to be a great system. We did that for football last year, Steve, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we didn't end up doing it for basketball, but this year we're on board for both of that. Plus, we are adding a McPherson College Coaches Show to our already stacked lineup of sports program. Our burgeoning our, lineup. Our, our sports programming coming up for this fall. It's going to be on Wednesday nights. We're going to start at 6 o'clock, and it's going to be a lot of fun that we are going to be interviewing all of the McPherson College coaches, very similar to our high school basketball coaches show, that we are going to be interviewing all of our coaches. We're going to have about an hour worth of content with that 6 to 7 on Wednesdays. Plus, we're going to have a student-athlete of the week. We're going to have a couple of those, a male and a female student-athlete of the week. We're very excited. It has taken a long time to put all of this together. We've been working hard and trying to figure out all the logistics of everything, but we are very excited to make that announcement as we get back into the McPherson College game as well. Yeah, uh, we've been away from the McPherson College game for a while, and it's nice to partner back up with them. Uh, We've kind of been talking about it for a couple years, and and Andrew Ayling and, and Jeremy Nelson have worked very hard. Uh, they've done some really Chandler good. Chandler Short. Yeah. Uh, they've done some really good things out there. And right now, athletics at Mac College are really about at their high point, as high a point as I can remember. Uh, you know, I've covered them for – this will be 41 years for me. Um, you know, football, I think, is going to be on the way back with new coaching staff, new you know, new outlook. Well, uh, Steve, you're familiar with the Learfield – Director's Cup that they have in the NAIA, which ranks every school based off of their athletic programs and how you rank. Commissioner's Cup. Right. It's essentially that. But this is for the entire NAIA. Oh, okay. And for the first time in the school's history of them doing this ranking, they cracked the top 100 this year. That's fantastic. They had a terrific volleyball season. The basketball programs are starting to pick it up. The football program starting to pick it up. A couple other conference championships this year. and Well, they were tremendous in men's and women's tennis. Right. They were tremendous. Uh, volleyball, as you mentioned, uh, tremendous. They were undefeated league champions in volleyball, uh, even though Coach Jessica Cleveland's left. Corey Cahill is going to do a great job. We met him. Um, so I, I think they're going to stay where they are. Uh, they've had some great track and field programs out there. Uh, you know, they've just, they've really, really upgraded their athletics out at Matt College. It's going to be a very fun year. We're excited to be on board with that. And Steve, I think if there is one thing that we get asked about more than anything else with our coverage is, why don't you guys do stuff with the college anymore? Why, don't, why aren't you guys over there broadcasting? Why aren't you doing the games anymore? And for a while, we haven't been able to have a very good answer for that. But we have found a system that I think is going to work very well for both of us. It is going to be very good on both sides. We're excited to be able to get some content back here on the radio station, but also it will be very good for you and I's schedule because, let's face it, we are jam-packed with high school sports coverage in the fall and in the winter and in right. the spring. Yeah. And for us to be able to do home games for the college, I think we've got five or six games that we're going to be doing on their live stream this fall for football. For basketball, it's like 12 or 13. It might even be 15 But we have a lot that's on our plate now, but we're excited about it because the three programs, especially that we'll get to work with the most, football, women's basketball, men's basketball, they all have relatively new coaches, but we saw a lot of signs last year 
that these teams are going to start to get things going. We know with Coach Fiscus, they are chomping at the bit to get the football season going. The basketball programs with Coach Nichols and Coach Eskildson, they are excited. There is a lot of fire and a lot of passion going on at the college right now, and we're kind of excited to be on board with it. Yeah, and they have their big alumni uh, kind of alumni weekend uh, Friday and Saturday uh, going on this weekend. I think they play a golf tournament uh, tomorrow out at Turkey Creek, and then I think at 365 uh, Sports Complex down at Inman, they have their big banquet on Saturday, and, and I know they've uh, had good response to that. So uh, really excited. Uh, you know, you and I – or at the games anyway, so we're right. really, yeah, so it's really, it's a good deal for us. Cause and let's face it, you and I love college sports, right. and we've said it many a times on this show that you and I are big college sports fans, and not only just college sports fans, but smaller college sports fans. That's how a lot of my broadcast background comes from, from broadcasting Baker for the four years while I was there and being around the Heart of America Athletic Conference. You've been here for 41 years. Right. You've followed this conference. You're a big junior college sports right. fan. I, yeah, I, that, that We love I small up, college yeah, sports. I, I grew up in the Jayhawk. You know, I grew up in the Jayhawk Conference, and now, you know, then I went to the – now I'm covered KCAC for 40 years, so kind of tells you how long I've been around. But Long time. Long time, but uh, seen a lot of things. You know, I, I still go back to when I first got here in 1979, and I think of the uh, – the college's sports programs. I think of the uh, microdome, as they used to call it, before the sports center was built. Oh, yeah. And I can remember walking out on the uh, uh, practice basketball court, and all of a sudden a board comes, you know, Doing. yeah, it goes, Bing, came right up, and, 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 and you know, the, and the, and the uh, roof leaked, and, and, and they had to practice there. They played their games at the roundhouse. You know, the college, when I first got here, People probably don't remember that, but McPherson College played its basketball games at the Roundhouse. They Coach put, Trimmel, he was all over it. Oh yeah, the father of dog ball, and uh, yeah, he he actually he coached. I think I think Rogers' first year was the last year that uh, they played at the Roundhouse, and then moved into the Sports Center. It's kind of the house that Rog built. That's right. Well, Steve, I know that we are very excited to get this going this fall, and I think there is an excitement over at the college too because. It's, they've been in this sort of weird spot for the last two or three years where we haven't been broadcasting the games, and I think now we're getting back into a more normal feel because that school deserves to have games broadcast right. and, and, and to go through all of that, and we're excited to be on here with the radio station, and we're very pumped yeah, to this, get to work beginning show, next Thursday at yeah, the KCAC Media Day. Coach's show should be really fun, interesting. We'll meet some great student-athletes. i got a lot of great student-athletes out at the college. Um, the Magic Man, and we'll probably—I'm sure the Magic Man, Ed Crouch, will I get bet him at will. some point. Interesting dude. So we'll have some really great kids on the program too. Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, the moment that you have been waiting for—you've been stewing in your office, coming up with a plan of what to talk about with Last Chance U at Independence Community College. Jason Brown, the whole shebang. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety-six point seven FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, this is a day and a show that you and I have been looking forward to for a while now. Now, for those of you that are not following along here, you haven't been listening all week, Steve and I are about ready to talk about Last Chance U, the Netflix series that is in its second year at Independence Community College, Steve's former home, not only his former hometown, but his former school. Right, I'm a grad. And the football program that they have. We talked about it a lot last year in their first season with the program. And for those of you that don't know, we gave everybody the weekend plus three more days to watch the show, get caught up, so that way we could give spoilers. So, if you have not seen the show and you are intending on watching it here soon or you're halfway through and you don't want to hear how it all ends, turn off your radio. Yeah, don't listen. And then come back to us here in about a week yeah. when you get it all finished, soundcloud.com slash Sports. So, Steve, let's start with this. Did you think the school as a whole looked worse, better, or the same from Season 2 of Last Chance U? I'm just going to say this. Season 2 didn't do it for me like Season 1 did. It wasn't as exciting it, for you? I, no, and I know one reason is they won a ton of exciting close games in Season 1. They won the conference championship. They won a bowl game. Uh, you know, it was something fresh. Uh, season 2 was just... It was more of the same, except they were losing every game. Right. And and you could just see the program unravel. Uh, you know, if you didn't know how the season turned out, this this started early. Yes. Their, their unraveling started early. Uh, Jason Brown, who was the coach, is no longer the coach, got fired, uh, who now has, what, eight charges of uh, – what is it he's got against him? He's got fraud or whatever. Yeah, I think it's fraud – against him uh, you know he you know he says oh I didn't I didn't play up to the cameras I didn't do anything you can't tell me he didn't play up to the cameras I'm sorry I thought he played up he says I'm just being me you know if that's being me I, I don't know who's gonna hire him I'll just say that somebody will hire him somebody will take a chance on him but I wouldn't want him coaching my program let me ask you this let's say you are the athletic director at McPherson College, let's say you are Andrew Ailing, mm-hmm. and Last Chance you approaches you and says, hey, we would like to come into your program, come into your athletic department, follow your team around for an entire year, and show what NAI football is like. Would you be okay with that? Would you want that to happen for your program? Well, McPherson College is a different animal than Indy Juco. But I'll say this. I guarantee at every school in the country with every person in the country, whether they're playing sports or not, if a camera followed you around and saw everything that you did for a year, you would find things that you don't like. Steve, if I followed you around with a camera, had them set up in your apartment, had them set up in your office here at work, tapped your phones and knew every conversation you had, and then published it to the world, there would be things in there you'd go, oh, God, I wish they wouldn't have shown that. Too much sleeping. Yeah. So... (laughs) So what I'm saying is, we're going to find things that you don't like, whether you want it to or not, but let's say you're at McPherson College and you're following all the students as they go to class. Would you want that to happen? Would you be okay with that? It just depends how much money, you know, would it benefit? Five million dollars. I give you five million dollars to the athletic department. Easily. Yeah, I'd let them do that for five million dollars. 
$500,000. I'd do that too. $50,000. No. $50,000 is not enough. Okay. So you're saying there is an amount of money that you would say for sure. I can sure, be bought. You, you, you would be fine <laughs> with this happening. See, I, I watched this and I kept thinking, how did some of these schools and their presidents and their board of trustees allow for this to happen? Because at Independence and at the junior college level, we do know that some things happen that are a little bit weird. The recruiting is a little different. Let's just say the emphasis on school is not as strict as it Let's is at ac- some other academics. Right. That there are some differences. And I just I, I couldn't believe that some of the schools would want this to be showcased. And I have also been on the other end of that too, saying there's a chance for this to be good for your program. There's a chance for you to be able to re- recruit based off of this and, think- and be able to show people and put independence on the map. Well, people I, that live in California and Oregon and Montana and Michigan and Maine, they know about Independence Community College now that would not have known about that place. I, I think, I, I know if I were running a program, one year would be enough for me. I think one year is plenty. For them to go back, I mean, I, I'm sure Jason Brown thought they were going to be as good or better. Everybody thought they could but then, win the conference oh yeah, and not win a oh national yeah, championship. I mean, the film didn't lie. You watch the film. Their offensive line was terrible. Their secondary was terrible. They weren't very good. They weren't very good. Their quarterbacks could not throw the football. The offense was as vanilla. I mean, it was beyond vanilla. Read option. That's all it was. Was read option, either that or just drop back and throw it as far as they could for the receivers. And you know, if he had, what they say, they had two hundred kids on campus playing football. You know, along those lines. Like yeah, and of course, a bunch of them were red shirting and and things like that. My interest is going to be how they do this year. Because Khashoggi Martin, who was his lead. Yoshi. Yoshi. Yoshi Martin was his, was his you know assistant head coach. He's now the head coach. I'm curious to see what he does. And my feeling is they won't be very good at all. I have a feel. I just don't. I don't. I think the program is going to return to its ways that it was. Now, you have to understand, before Jason Brown took over at Independence, they were they were the KU of Jayhawk football, the current KU. You know, they were the worst team, and it wasn't even close. I mean, Independence, before Jason Brown got there, I think they had like 20, 22 straight losing seasons. And most of those Ugh. years, most of those years, they only won one or two games. I mean, there was a big movement to drop the program. I mean, there's even been a movement to, you know, close the school down there in the last 20 years because Southeast Kansas is a very depressed area economically. And there's two community colleges in in the same county. So, you know, do you really need two community colleges in the same county? <laughs> Steve, the next question that I have is in regards to the way that Jason Brown, as the coach of this team, handles the way that he talks to his players. And my first thought here is, I do agree with some of the things that he has been on the record saying is, look, they catch a lot of the bad stuff. Right. And they don't show as much of the love. Right. And I do think that Jason Brown does have a great relationship with a lot of his players. I think a lot of them like him. And I think he does do a decent job in relating to a lot of these players. Right. But I do see a serious problem in some of the ways that he talks to them. Right. And you and I are around a lot of coaches. We see a lot of practices. 
we see a lot of closed door practices right. where people don't see, parents don't see this. Right. It is the coach and the players. And with every coach that I have been around, I have never seen somebody degrade players as much as Jason Brown does. And I'm not saying that he doesn't love them and 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 care for and, and care for them, but some of the ways that he talks to them, it is really tough to watch being a former athlete and being in those shoes and hearing some of those things. It's degrading. Yeah. And and it's tough to watch sometimes. But what did you think about the way that he handled himself in that arena? Yeah, I, I think some of it was just way over the top. I don't know if some of it was for the cameras. He says it wasn't. And I'm not saying now, remember, you, can't, you can't cuss Jay, at people. Jason Brown is from Compton, and from Compton, California. and that's, City of Compton. And that is about his rough area to grow up. I mean, he grew up in a real tough neighborhood that he— At a real tough time as well. Yeah, he, you know, uh, and, and the way—but the way he talks to these kids— uh, to me is, it, it, it's not necessary. I mean, you could cut, I mean, I'm no shrinking violet. I'm no choir boy. I, you know, when I had, you did say yesterday that you are not profane, but on number 10, I was profane. Yeah, you I, were. Yeah. When you hit it, oh. I'm not saying you can't cuss. I'm not saying you can't go walk up to a player and grab him by the shirt and say, what the heck are you doing out there, Johnny? Yeah. yeah. But I do think there is a line that can be crossed and I never saw any physical no. things that, that I saw from Jason Brown that made no. me go, oh, that was crossing the line. But it just felt too degrading. And one thing that I have heard Coach Pav with the McPherson I football program say a lot of times is, back in the day, coaches led by fear and led by intimidation, and yeah. especially in the sport of football. Yeah. We're now, and you've commented this about Tom Young in his time at McPherson, and we see the same thing with Coach Pav, there is no raising your voice and leading with fear. There is leading by example. There is a leading by you being the coach and you talking to them on a very professional level within that program, and I think across the board with the McPherson High programs. And I think that is the way that coaching will shift and become more of that over the next 10 years, 20 years, while the Jason Brown style, I think, is really fading. Yeah, I, I do too. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens to. I, at by the end, you know, if you, when you watch the very last one, you, you almost get a, you almost feel sorry for him at the end because it, it happens really fast, and it was almost like to me, you know, they. The, the you know the, the administration they'd heard everything about him the president they've and, seen it all they've, they've watched it, all. it on yeah. TV yeah and you know he got suspended during the year you know he went nuts during a game and it was almost like man all we got to do is have one reason to get rid of him and boy when he I don't want to give the plot away but no we can spoil well, now yeah well actually it's it's public knowledge what he right. did you know he basically told a kid that I'm your new Hitler well I mean of course. The Hitler word is just like, it's not great. No, that's that that's crossing the line when you, you know, say I'm your new Hitler. I'm not saying that I'm going to back up Jason Brown and say he did nothing wrong because he did do some things yeah. wrong. But I will say that the way that that process went with him being fired, it it just was, it, it felt a little. It was like op- set up, open shut. You're out of here. It, yeah. it felt a little quick triggered. Yeah, I will say that. I'm not saying that what he said is right, but it, it felt weird. And you have to watch it to kind of see yeah. that it, it didn't feel but super you know, genuine. You, you, could ju- you, you just knew, 
I mean, I kind of knew after last year at this this program's going to implode because you know the way the kids you know reacted to him and you know how they you know how he reacted to the kids that style can only work for so long and it only it worked one year and and that was about it cuz he didn't have very many kids back no you know from that team from last year i mean uh the quarterback Malik Henry who is now at Nevada Wolfpack yeah um, he was Reno. One, he was about the only kid I even remember from the year before. All the other players were basically gone. And remember, junior college, it's a two-year deal, and uh, you're there two years and you're gone. So you don't really build a program. It's hard. You, you don't. You can't build a program because the players aren't there long enough. All right, Steve, I enjoyed this conversation. Maybe we can even dive into a little bit more tomorrow because it has been an interesting story, and I think for people in this area – it's been fun for them to watch because yeah. they can relate to it and, and they know and, these and schools. And the one thing I want to say, what I think the, the scenes that bothered me the most were the classroom scenes because I was in those very same classrooms those players were in. I mean, I can remember. They were brand spanking new back in your yeah, day. Yeah, back in my day. And now they're, yeah, I don't know what they've done to the classrooms. But it just didn't seem like, I didn't see a whole lot of, you know, structure in the classrooms. I mean, kids were kind of laying in chairs and had headphones on, you know, some were sleeping. I mean, that didn't happen when I was in, we didn't have, I'm just telling you that now, well, it happens everywhere. In 1975, when I was in school, if a kid fell asleep in the class, teacher would come over with a ruler and probably wrap their knuckles. That wouldn't go so well now. Hey, I got swatted when I was in school. It still wouldn't go so well now. Yeah. When I, growing up, I got swatted. Paul Kelly, he swatted me. Yeah, jelly bad, belly, bad time. Jelly Belly Kelly, we call him, and he swatted. He says, "Grab your ankles." He called me Doc. He says, "Doc, grab your ankles," and he unloaded on me. And I didn't mouth off in class again. <laughs> well, all right, Steve. Let, let, let's keep away from the war stories. <laughs> we'll take one more break. Wrap up the show after this. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety-six point seven FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by. Great Plains Federal Credit Union, the Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, I think we've broken the record now for the longest that we've ever gone over on a show. Ooh, we have. I didn't realize what time it was. It's real late. Yeah. It's been a fast show, though, today. It has been a fast show. Lots of great announcements, lots of great analysis on Last Chance U, your former home. Yeah. I went to Johnson County Community College, technically. Yeah. I did some... College classes there while I was in high school. Yeah. I was a Cavalier. I can put that on the resume, go. can't yeah. I? Yeah. I can say I was a they JCCC Cavalier. They were a Cavalier. brand new school when I was in junior college. That's They just started, I believe, when I was in junior college. Well, they enroll about 180,000 people now. Yeah, it's just massive, all the online classes. Right. Great day to be a Cav. There you Big go. fan. Yeah. All right, Steve. Tomorrow on the show, we might dive into Last Chance You a little bit more just because we need a little more time. We'll do some Friday trivia. Lots of things to talk about tomorrow as well. Just going to be a great show. I'm excited for it. 
Oh, yeah, I'm pumped. We will also have an official press release on our Matt College announcement from earlier today up on the website, midkansasonline.com, a little bit later, and we can even dive into that a little bit more tomorrow as well if we need to. Sounds good. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sal, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you on Friday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.